0: Aloha! You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 207. This episode is sponsored by the Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club, where their monthly t-shirt designs pay tribute to a Polynesian bar or restaurant from days long past. Each design is available for a limited time and will never be produced again. For the collectors out there, be sure to check out their subscription program where they offer a discounted three, six, or 12-month plan, or you can always buy shirts one at a time. For more information and to check out this month's shirt, visit tikibartshirtclub.com. This podcast is sponsored by Frogtown Brewery, an independent craft brewery and tap room located in Northeast Los Angeles. Stop in and enjoy one of their excellent beers from their ever-changing, diverse menu. Tell them that Inside the Desert Oasis Room sent you and get your first pint on us. Limitations apply. For more information, go to frogtownbrewery.com and follow them on social media at Frogtown Brewery. Today, we chat with Stefan Imke, executive producer of Squeezed Up, tales of Polynesian pop and custom culture. Squeezed Up documents an unforgettable road trip across Southern California, combining hot rodding, Polynesian pop, tiki culture, and custom culture. On this episode, Stefan talks about traditional hot rodding, rattlesnake breeding, tiki in Europe, and much, much more. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you'd like to follow our adventures, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash polynesian pop where we chronicle events bars travel spots cocktail tutorials and more and if you enjoy this podcast please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash polynesian pop where membership grants you early access to podcasts and videos front-of-the-line privileges to new merch releases like tiki mugs and apparel as well as exclusive content meetups and screen credits Alrighty, pour yourself a cocktail and join us inside the Desert Oasis Room and give it up for my friend Stefan Imke. So I'm gonna make some mai tais. It's it, nice. I have this. Have you seen this? This is by Jeff Berry. Ooh. I'm gonna use that. This is the mai.
1: It's a Ooh. Jeff Berry mai tai mix. That's excellent. So
0: it's actually pretty
1: good. It's 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 an, orgiat substitute Yeah, so it has. Y-
0: y- uh, I guess it has the orgiat and the curacao in it. Yeah. So you just add the rum. And the lime juice. So then
1: pretty much if you go by the denizen, then you only add one rum, one shot, one lime, and you're good to go. It's go. almost a premix,
0: almost.
1: All, all, almost. Almost. But,
0: but nothing, so we're going to try it and we're going to see how, how you like it. Nothing,
1: I, I actually like it pretty good. Uh, so. Nothing beats fresh ingredients. That's why right. the lime is so hard to preserve in, sure. in bottled cans.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah lime starts to oxidize after 15 minutes of being squeezed so you have to uh that's why it's always better when it's when it's fresh 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 Yeah. yeah yeah so what have you uh done while you've been in town Making my trip around all the oceanic Guard <laughs> events, <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: Pretty much. Um, yeah, I went to the Reliability Run um, in uh, Escondido. Okay. Uh, the guys were doing so some of the Hop Up guys and um, the um, yeah and the whole the whole crowd of the Escondido Hot Rodders. So we went out for beautiful Easter Saturday ride and. Yeah, on of, of course. Another oceanic art event. yeah And I need to get my house plannings done that we can run the um the the construction permits. Uh-huh. That we can run for the construction permits. Okay. So yeah and that's quite a couple of meetings. And I had several business meetings during my trip for customers. Okay. Because,
0: yeah. I don't think I know what you do for a living.
1: Oh, I'm a LED light engineer. Oh. So I am designing uh, 3D modeling um, concepts for my customers to, uh, for their, yeah, for their own brands. Okay. So you can buy my stuff in every Petco, PetSmart, or fish shop. Okay. And uh, we do a horticulture lighting projects. Oh, stuff. horticulture lighting. Yeah, mainly for cannabis and also for research, like uh, universities and stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, and I'm designing these fixtures, and I have a company. Uh, or my partner has. <laughs> oh. I got introduced to that brand
0: from Marie I love it oh good I love it I use they used to be a sponsor on the podcast they're not a sponsor anymore but I still use them because they're be number one because I have a lot of it (laughs) still from when they were a sponsor but uh, you know it's a good workhorse rum you'll see here I'm gonna make this uh, this Mai Tai with this and you'll see it's going to be a very uh, uh, ba- it'll have a be- very balanced flavor.
1: Yeah, usually I go with the dores and um, the um, you know dores for Barbados uh-huh. and for the Jamaican rum with the
0: um, apples. So,
1: but that's just
0: mine. My- I'm curious how it's, you know, here in the States, we don't have the same uh, accessibility to some rums as you do in Germany. We don't get any of the Cuban rums here.
1: Yeah, but to be honest, that's a vice
0: versa problem because we get. Um... I guess what I was going to ask is it doesn't matter. Like when you come here, do you notice the difference with cocktails? Do you say like oh like this needs a this needs a cuban rum?
1: No, because you know why? Cuban rum is very less involved in classic tiki cocktails.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So and uh, you know when you make your own rum, uh, when you make your own cocktail, who cares? Right? <laughs> because then it's just what you did. <laughs> So, um, if you look at the Beach Bum Berry book, you will not even f- find one recipe where Cuban rum is involved, or I may be wrong, but I don't think there are so many okay. recipes with Cuban rum. Let me check.
0: That says it. everything. Okay. Gold Cuban rum is generic for the light-bodied aged brown rums from Cuba. No, designed for mixing. Le- just le- read the top line. Gold Cuban rum. This ingredient is specified in zero recipes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> exactly, we don't have to worry about it.
1: That's why, um, to me, cocktails in the States and in 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 Europe doesn't taste so different. But I have to say that the quality of your lime. A way better than our quality of life.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I never thought of that.
1: Because these guys didn't travel so long.
0: Right, right.
1: They were just around the corner, right, pretty much right, with a half right. day of uh, traveling.
0: There we go. Cheers. Thank Let's you. see how you like it.
1: It's fully different to my Mai Tai. Okay. Yours is a lot sweeter. Okay. This is... Uh, I didn't add any sugar.
0: No, no no no. I just uh follow the directions.
1: And uh but it is super creative and mine is a lot more sour.
0: More tart. Okay. Do you uh, want me to put more
1: No, it's perfect okay. the way it is. I love variations, don't get okay. me wrong. But if I follow Beach Bumberry, um I use um the Appleton, yeah, yeah. I, I, the Durez. I have the Clément orange okay. liquor, which is okay. the, the triple sack, yeah. uh, which I love. And I have um, the um, the um, the sugar uh, also from Clément. It's okay. brown, brown sugar that's syrup. The,
0: okay, that's what you use for the syrup. And uh, then for Orgea? I do it by myself. You make your own Orgea, mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So because our we can only buy orgiard, you know, it doesn't last too long in the fridge. Yeah. So there's no point for me to bring it over from the States because okay. I pour two thirds of the bottle just in the sink. Yeah. Because it's yeah. it's it's yeah. it's overdue. And I make my own one with Amaretto.
0: Oh. Interesting.
1: Um, and uh uh, plus the the almond uh, fresh almond milk yeah and a friend of mine is even uh, roasting bitter almonds which are considered as toxic okay you can you you can kill somebody oh if if, if you have an overdose of the bitter almond um, uh, so they need to be fermented in a way yeah it's like tobacco yeah. a little bit okay. And uh, so and then he's processing it and he's really cooking. Wow. And uh, he do that every 2 3 months and then he gives me a call and I say, "Hmm, you want to come over for a drink?" And uh, right. uh, okay, we have a drink together and then he gives me the bottle and I say, "Have fun, see you next time." There you go. That's there that's you go. a little bit our little tiki thing we are doing. Yeah. and Not so many people in Europe but we will come to that point a little oh. later.
0: So uh, I still haven't made my own or ja. I should I should try it. But I still haven't done it.
1: It's not so difficult, and right. it's a way f- more fresh. Right. And I go with the orange blossom water.
0: Yeah, I have orange blossom water. I've also heard the trick with the almond milk. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So mm, to me, it works fine. Okay. And if I go to Trader Vic's, mm-hmm. and if I taste the Trader Vic's mai tai, and if I taste my mai tai, I would say I'm super close, and also. When Shane went over and I gave him my Mai Tai, he said, I mean, maybe honor to me, just to be polite, but I don't think so. He loved it. So, I'm sure it's good. I'd love to try it. My Tai, if you go to Bali High, Oh probably my last 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 decision to order my thai because it's simply not my taste. Their Mai Thai's horrible. Thank you. <laughs> I, but I don't know why they sell so many. Look at their board or whatever. You know what One, because there's three
0: million. I think most people that go there don't know. That's that's my theory. I, you know, the tiki people is not the majority of their customer. No. So I think the majority of their customer just doesn't know. Right. So, So they just drink it because it's, they taste how strong it is and they get drunk and they're, you know, I think it's horrible.
1: Um, I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you. It's. (laughs) 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 You. um, you You're good friends with Tiki T or another question. Is there a way to become good friends with the Tiki guys? Yeah, you just have
0: to go there. No, regularly. I mean
1: also you guys hang up private.
0: Yeah, there. I'm very close with the family there. It's nice. They're very good That's friends.
1: It's nice. really honor to you.
0: Yeah, it is. And so they're a sponsor on the podcast, and um, they've done some. Um, you know, they've they provide me with merch to sell, you know, to generate revenue. And they provided me uh, content during COVID when we're, no one's going anywhere and I'm trying to create content. They came here and they recorded a, maybe a half dozen cocktail videos for my channel. Yeah, so they gave up some recipes for my channel and, um, you know, they've just been really good to me. I, I would do all, all my mug releases there and they would uh, sponsor... Cocktails they would do cocktail specials yeah uh they work with my sponsors to create cocktails with their products and and you know, I've gone to birthday parties there uh you know when senior has birthdays or when they have like you know gatherings at their homes i I've been fortunate enough to be included, so they're they're um they're very good to me. Because maybe <laughs> if, if you are around,
1: I would love if you if you can mention. But I'm not so close that I feel I could that criticize. That you could say anything? No, yeah. I will not. And I mean, I'm still honored that they
0: have my muck on display there. It's and, right in the center. Yeah. Now it becomes really famous. Yeah. So well, and, uh, so a and, lot of people ask about it because number one, it's different. No one's seen it before. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of them. And number two, it has the sixty-one. Exactly. Which you explained to me was the year of your car, right? No, it was the y- year the previous owner was born. Oh, the year the previous owner was born. So let's tell that story because yeah. I asked you about the 61 yeah. and the tire. Yeah. So that's that's a car that you have. Mm-hmm. It's based on the car that you have. Yeah. Um,
1: a couple of years ago I had a chance to buy a dirt track race car um, from a guy here in um, in California which had a lot of racing history uh-huh. and uh, we do in Germany um, some dirt track racing which is just traditional so just to keep up a little bit of an introduction to the Tiki community Uh, it's everything what happened before NASCAR. At the old days, they run on the beach, they go back on just a dusty road, and then they started to become a little bit more civilized and made an oval, uh, which is is a quarter mile, pretty much.
0: So you guys were also racing on the beach.
1: Yes. We have several beach racing events, like you guys have in Wildwood on the East Coast. Right. And... There were some events going on at uh, Pismo Beach, and we have one in Denmark and also one event, uh, a beach race event in, um, in England. But this is more related to hot rods. Right. Um, but the real dirt track race, so we go with much higher speed, and we go on previous um, speedway tracks, which is a quarter mile. And it's just our tribute to the heritage and where it all began with um, the oval racing. Okay. So, uh, and this car is specially made for that track. And um, I was thinking about, hmm, what can we do? And um, but you know is there's a lot of drift involved in that type of racing so you are pretty much sidewinding yeah and uh, i
0: love so snakes. i was going to ask about that yeah
1: yeah so you you are drifting and it's yeah, pretty much yeah, like the yeah. sidewinder snake who is making uh, yeah, his yeah. way through the yeah. dunes with a special pattern there uh, um these guys are leaving in the sand and um so and there's also a special pattern i leave in the sand right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or in the dirt with my car so I thought that's a matchy matchy thing, and I should probably go. And also, uh, yeah, you also don't know I am pretty much involved with uh, reptiles, and it's oh, I also didn't know part that. of my business. And really? Yeah, I was breeding snakes and also rattlesnakes for Ooh. quite a long time. This is not so normal in America, but in Germany, uh, you don't even even need it in the old days a permit just to do it. Um, so
0: I didn't I, even know there's rattlesnakes in Germany. Oh.
1: Not in nature, but in captive, yeah, uh, in yeah. captivity, um, you can buy pretty much
0: everything. So you can buy a rattlesnake.
1: Yeah, your western diamondback, which is wow. common. Your eastern diamondback, all the um, tropical rattlesnakes. I don't
0: think we sell rattlesnakes here uh, in America. No, it's forbidden.
1: Yeah, it's forbidden the, but, to but have but them in captivity.
0: Yeah. So even in Germany, it's it's no, it's no. Forbidden. You have
1: to get registered. It it depends from state to state. Some you need to get registered, some it's forbidden, some you need an extra permit, uh, um, a a conservation permit that you can prove. You really do your breeding because you would like to conserve the species.
0: Oh, okay, I was gonna say, what's the point of having a rattlesnake? That seems like a dangerous pet. It is,
1: but you know, uh, driving a car is also dangerous and sure. going to uh, a motocross event or driving a, a motocross bike is also dangerous yeah. and um, everything is dangerous, but if you know how to do it and you, you see me here, I'm live in front of you, I still have sure. 10 fingers. So still all, and, all there. Uh, I can move, so I never get bitten and that's the same. Um, if you crash your motorcycle or if you crash your car, you have a problem.
0: So are you actually driving the cars? Yes, you are.
1: I, I I drive all my cars and of oh really. I have my and then you have a team. Yeah, it's also it's called the Sidewinder Racing Team. Yeah. So I try to keep it a little bit updated in social media, okay. um, That uh, people can follow it up. But it's more a sportsman event. It's not really on high competition. So we just you know, uh, if you're a winner or a user, uh, or loser uh, after a beer everything is fine everything you know? okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, so it's it, more for sport than it's sportsman yeah it's really
1: it, sportsman and that's what i love and it's all paying tribute on the heritage right right it's not this um all new sports regulation where it's all on the edge and it's also right. super tight and it's just we are there because we're having fun and which is also for me a part of or oh, let's say Ohana and Tiki, and yeah, just to yeah. have it all together. But back to the snake. So here's my thing. I'm involved with my snake hobby. I'm actually
0: doing. That's crazy. I never knew that. I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm manufacturing of <laughs> uh, 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 special lights uh, for reptiles. Right that's, that's, for reptiles. That, 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 that's that's a main part of my business. Okay. Um, so and I like snakes. Not everybody do, but that's my thing. And okay. um <laughs> I like the dirt track racing thing, uh, especially for the old days. And so I said, Hmm, the child needs a name.
0: Yeah. So So it fits. It fits. It fits. Because you're a snake you're a snake wrangler or a yeah. snake uh, uh keeper or, or keeper, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Breeder. Breeder, yeah. And and then you're a racing uh, fanatic also. Exactly. So sidewinder race do you have a sidewinder snake? I had. You I had did.
1: actually I bred a lot sidewinders. Okay. They are but they are super tiny. If you ever saw them in the wild, well, it's I've not a big snake. I've it's only not a lot seen snake.
0: I've never seen it in person in the wild, but I've seen it on T V, right? Yeah. Where the way that they move, they they're moving exactly. sideways,
1: yeah. Exactly. It's jung jung jung, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to as less touch with the sand not to get burned.
0: Oh, is that why? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: If they stay too long, uh, they just get burned. Okay, so? So, yeah, and um, the owner of this car, the previous owner, was born in 1961. That's why he said it might be fancy to have the number 61. And because of all this heritage with the car and everything, yes, I repainted it by Mr. G and Makoto, They're yeah, both yeah. very mr. G very from Japan, yeah yeah, uh, both very, very talented, very yeah. famous Tiki artists yeah. i yeah. mean uh, mr G, Mr. G did some of the most iconic Tiki. Pinstripes and paintings in Japan. I have some
0: of his Tiki mugs. Yeah. He signed my book also, The Book of Tiki. That's nice. Yeah, And I think and
1: honor to him. Yeah, um, Both are very, very, very great artists. Yeah, yeah. And they are supported by Nash. And Nash, yeah, Nash. bring them all over the place. Nash is another big uh, hot rod name. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. And he's running the Burnout magazine. Yeah. It's a very small thing for those guys who feel they need to get closer. Here's the... There's a, a shop called Cools in, um, in Little, little Tokyo, in downtown okay. L.A., okay. that runs these magazines and have them on display. So um, for, the, yeah, for the Dirt Track, um, I said, okay, I keep the 61. Makoto and Mr. G were around in Europe. We were traveling I said come on guys let's do a fancy weekend we make a, a little bit of custom culture thing and um you paint my car and we have an open house at my house so everybody can come and whoever wants to have a pinstripe um, then you just oh, interrupt cool. your work and you just do it and whatever and you know, these guys love Wiener Schnitzel, and yeah, <laughs> we, we, we always, always gave them Wiener Schnitzel, and they were so happy, and they were working the hell out of this car, and finally yeah, yeah. the result came really cool. But again, to do an honor and respect to the previous owner, I kept the 61. Sure. So, okay, done. Then there was a guy, and you are maybe familiar with uh, Andrew Cook, From Cookie Tiki from Ireland. And I met him at a show and I said, Hmm, I wonder if you can do me a mug. And he said, Oh yeah, well, uh, what's your idea? I say, hmm, I don't have a real idea, but I have something in my mind. Let's talk with my friend. My friend Andy, you know the guy who also went with me for the Squeeze Up movie and and, and the book.
0: Andy Schmidt. Andy Schmidt. Yeah.
1: Uh, And I don't think he
0: remembers me. Of
1: course he remembers you. I don't he, think he remembers me. He, he remembers me. Okay. Uh, he's just a little bit too... He's a
0: tattoo artist. He is a tattoo artist. Yeah, yeah,
1: And he's doing new school and old school tattooing. Okay. And I said, you know, I have an idea. I love snakes. I love dirt track racing. But I also love Tiki Mucks. How about we throw this together? And he said, no way, this will never work out. Yeah. I said, okay, how about we make a tire and... The, the snake is just winding around the tire like the he's driving winder. the yeah. sidewinder guy, yeah. like he's driving the tire. Yeah. And uh, of course there's a lot of dust and dirt involved and we just make this fancy dust cloud. Yeah. A cloud. Yeah. And then we make it all a little wider that some juice and, 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 and boost yeah, will yeah. fit into yeah. and we are good. Well, let me work on it. One day later, he had finished that thing, and it blows me oh, away. Oh, really? And it, it just popped out of his brain okay. because it was also cool. and loaded. Do you have any tattoos? No.
0: Oh, you need to have that. I, I'm, I'm probably... Because he the, drew it, right? Uh, for course, the idea. Yeah, so yeah.
1: you got to have that one. Yeah, maybe the this, this sidewinder thing would be cool. That
0: would be cool.
1: So And then Andrew made the muck, and, uh, you know, I'm... I'm I'm super big fan of TKT since yeah. forever, yeah. and uh, I love to go whenever I'm around in L uh, in LA area, and so we were hanging on the bar and it was a little bit low on that day. It yeah. was in the middle of the week, yeah. and we were just talking and said, "Hmm, you guys, it's very hard for me to bring my muck always over because I'm so fear to break it right, and stuff." Right. And they said, "You know what?" Uh, if you have a cool mug, we probably can think about it. And the next time I brought over my 61 Sidewinder Racing yeah, mug, yeah. and they put it in the shelf. Is that because in it's the center. different? No, not in the center yet, because, come on, you have to make your way up. At it's TDT. in the center now. It's in the center now, and there's a reason. Uh, and um, they uh, they hold it for me. Even during all these lockdown yeah, yeah, things, yeah. and really I have to say thank you in, in, all, in all the yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, and whenever I come, they remember my mark, and I okay, I come quite often, normally. Sure., yeah, I'm, a, I'm really a, a regular customer to them,, yeah. even if I'm not living in L.A. Yeah. Uh, and okay, after, after lockdown, I started my traveling. And I came to Tiki T and said, hmm, why is my mug in the middle of the, of the shelf? Yeah. And um, then Mike came over to me, you know what's going on? I said, no, but there's something weird going on. Why is my mug in the middle of your shelf? I mean, it's just a normal mug. Um, it, it's a cool mug, but why? He said, you know, we have the 61st anniversary. Yeah. Uh, this year. And your, your, your number is the 61. Right. Which is my starting number.
0: And it, not only is it the 61st this year, the bar was opened in 1961.
1: So. In it's 61. a double
0: meaning behind yeah. it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why it's even so special.
0: But it's been there for at least the past year. Yeah. Because people ask me. Yeah. Because I'm there every week. So people will say, hey, do you know that mug right there? Who did that mug? Like. I don't. I've never seen that before. Yeah. And I tell them, oh, that's my friend's mug, Stefan. He's from Germany, and uh, Sidewinder Racing, blah blah blah. And they say, wow, h- how do I get one? I tell them, you ain't gonna get one now. They're, no. they're all gone. And there's, the, and then they ask me do you have one? I was like, yep. (laughs) 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 Of course I have one. (laughs) Yeah. I think, which by the way, thank you. No, thank you so much for that. No worries. No worries. I
1: also have one of yours and, you know, Yeah, and you uh, have a
0: color that was actually never produced. Yeah. That was just a test glaze that, that was uh, an AP. Yeah.
1: And you have a mark which runs in, um, I think it was a total of, Produce 35
0: yeah see i thought it was 40 i told people there's only 40 pieces no i think so now it's even even less
1: it's even 35 so um there are not so many out in the wild and in existence so it's a quite collectible mark very
0: collectible
1: and um, i love the style and i love the difference and it's also in my meaning i mean you can do a tiki uh and i'm really deeply involved into Tiki, same like you, I mean, you, for you, it's, 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 it's your life, my whole life. But uh, not everybody is so lucky like you, to be honest. And uh, you have your, your normal daily work, and I have my cars on top of it. And, um, but also I have my Tiki and Based on the squeezed-up movie yeah. we did, and also with the book, uh, we released in at the beginning of 2020,
0: right. Um, right before pandemic.
1: Right before pandemic, so we hit a little hole, yeah. but we still had a, a, a good start.: You and did. It's going on.
0: And you and I believe you're going to be going on a book signing soon for yes. that. yes. so we're, you're going to revive that book tour. And promoting the book and the DVD again, which I want to tell our listeners about. And I'll, I'll make sure to include links in the description for everything. So everybody that's out there that's listening to this, they can, they can see what we're talking about. Really great movie where you traveled in your hot rod to visit tiki spots. Exactly. And exactly. I was honored to be included in one of those stops. Yeah. And got to uh, jump in the car. Oh, by the way, so for our listeners that don't know. I had your, one of your hot rods here for a couple of weeks. So put it in the garage. It took, we put my wife's car on the driveway, right? So I said, I need the space. And so she's like, okay. So it's going to be my friend's hot rod and it's worth a lot of money. It's perfect, you know, so it's a show car. So she's like, okay, I'll put it on the. Well, put my car in there. So she oh. gracefully offered her space. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because Be sure. I have my Speedster there.
1: Yeah, which is another Which is not going ride. outside either. No, right? not. So,
0: so we put her car outside. And so I had the two cars in the garage for a while. My neighbors were asking me when the garage door would open. They're asking me, oh, you got a new car? <laughs> 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 so because so the guy across the street, he's yeah. a car guy too. But he's a different kind of car guy. So he owns a towing company. Oh. And so he tows cars all the time. And sometimes people don't pick up their cars. Oh, So he ends up possessing them, right? Yeah. And um, sometimes it's a classic car. Sometimes it's not, not even a classic car that's like a show car. But it's an older car, but he knows the value of some of them. And so he will keep some of them for himself and turn them into car projects. And so he knows his cars. So when he saw your hot rod, he said... Oh, you got a high boy? Cuz it's uh they call that a high boy, right? They call it a high boy, right? Yeah. yeah, so he said, "You got a high boy?" And I said, "Yeah, I can't really talk about it." <laughs>
1: <laughs> for an upcoming project. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, and we had we had a very nice premiere at a, cool. a Custom Culture show in Finland in Helsinki. My friend Plato is running, and once we planned to come over uh, for the premiere here in the States. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got pretty much all locked down. So right, that oh was, man, the timing. The timing was really bad. So um, I would say we don't even continue, pretty much we are starting now, promoting right. uh, the book and also the movie and, um, there are many spaces uh and, and places where it will be available and That's i will great. be doing book signings uh, from now on quite frequently
0: so keep in touch with me about that because i'll help you promote that
1: yeah that would be perfect. we'll tell all our yeah.
0: listeners and, yeah. and if i can do a vlog at mm-hmm. one of these signings where maybe you'll we'll have one of the cars yeah uh, i'd love to do a video yeah with you that
1: that that will be possible yeah, and, I'll,
0: and i'll help you uh, promote that so um Number one, I'm flattered to have been included in a stop. Number two, I'm flattered to have been included in the video. Number three, I'm flattered to have been included in the book. So thank you. Yeah, but if we are talking Tiki and if if we are talking
1: really keep Ohana and Tiki alive, you are the... Digital center and converter oh, to, to all the outside, and for all the people who just have their daily life and business and bring their tiki to their homes with your beautiful podcasts and exciting stories. And that's why we also feel really pleased that you we had the, the chance to have this super cool interview and welcome at your. Well, at when your it was tiki fun bar. too.
0: So we yeah, had, oh, come on, we had you, we had Shane, we had Dirk. Andy Schmidt, Andy Schmidt, and Torsten. Who your mechanic? Torsten, Thor- Torsten, Torsten, and uh, the, the mecha- firefighter
1: and Matze. 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 Matze, Matze. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what that was the wild bunch we we yeah. we were carrying around, and the only story we want to tell is pretty much, uh, life is not consuming. Life is also conservating and preserving and um, respecting the past, and it's not uh, um, going forward, forward, forward. It's um, a lot of friendship is involved and sure. also a friendship is involved uh, to be honest to make a book like this and to even to make a trip like this yeah because it wasn't easy to drive around uh, oh. more than uh, 1500 miles in
0: an old car and I see all the places and um i remember photos of the car being broke down on the side of the road that's with matzah that, that happened that fixing happened? fixing it on the side of the road exactly and and here's what's interesting so i learned this from shane there's, there's the whole purist aspect of that culture. And he says, you know, some people are very strict about the purism of this era that they won't even use modern tools to work on these cars. That's how it they is. They will only use period-correct tools so that they're really replicating oh, yeah. that experience. Yeah. Right? So I'm
1: having my mechanic here. That's uh, J. Dean from, from Nostalgia Ranch. And uh, if you look at his shop... Uh, you will not find so many modern tools It's right. pretty much all um you're really living the lifestyle yeah of that era yeah and also he says before i sandblast something and destroy uh i sand it by hand yeah i say what but that takes you two more days yeah but see the see the result because we are preserving we cannot throw away that stuff because it's not available anymore so that's also and that's for me also things coming together and you have to have your mindset so i cannot do tiki all the time but sure. I can still live my tiki life the way I would like to live. And tiki also
0: means primitive lifestyle. Come on, that's what it. we all love. Well, there's, there's also that tiki crossover, right? Because when you look at that era, there was that's the golden age of tiki from yeah. that, that era, which is I'm someone that is an enthusiast of, right? I love the current subculture that we're enjoying, yeah. but I also celebrate what used to be the original Don the Beachcomber, the original Trader Vicks, the original Luau, Steve Steve Crane's Luau, and Contiki Ports and all of that kind of stuff, because that's really the originators, right? That's where it all started. And that older style with the no TVs, the no windows, the no clocks, the classic cocktails, um, you know, they're not lighting anything up with LEDs. They're not lighting anything up with, um, you know, these fake animatronics. Yeah. It was very classic. That's I'm really more an enthusiast of that. And I'm not saying that, that there's anything wrong with what's happening today because I do enjoy it. I'm at all the events. I'm in all the of bars. We, we, right? We, all, we we enjoy it, yeah. right? And you don't drive your hot rods every day. You drive a modern car. You probably drove a modern car here today. Yeah, that's uh sadly not so, possible. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean like so we have we we, we also live in the present, but but you know, I, I I like to celebrate what once was. Exactly, and if I remember, my
1: last Saturday, which was Easter Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, we went for a, a round-up trip with at least forty hot rods for six hours. All
0: traditional hot rods.
1: All traditional hot rods. Nobody above thirty-nine. Built age was allowed wow. so there was nothing even the our service car was old
0: uh, wow so 39 older
1: gas and tools and stuff and you didn't found any electric
0: tool and it was old wow. and it started
1: in an old barn
0: and um, what do you do about parts that are no longer being produced you so just have to look for it
1: you just have to look for it or you need to know an old guy who's able to operate a cnc
0: and then you make it and then we make it okay but that's that's still because it's considered a new part on an old car
1: oh yeah but then then it is you don't really have is. a
0: choice you don't have a choice if that's no, but what you have to do
1: if you do it in the old way uh then i think it's still acceptable but okay. um if you do your, your, whatever roadster new and with a modern engine and with disc brakes and not drum brakes. And this is no, so that's no, not, no that's, 3D printing apart, exactly. <laughs> no, 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 there's definitely absolutely zero 3D printing involved. I got you. No, no, right, that, right. That, that, that's right. Okay, but yeah, some parts are even not available, but most of the critical parts are not visible. Um, it's just some yeah. some 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 stuff you 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 don't see anyway, uh, so I think that's that's okay, but of course we do everything to find and dig out stuff
0: wherever sure. we can. You do that first. It, That's the first thing, to. yeah.
1: Um, and, uh, but even if you build your hot rod, it's still going on collecting parts and collecting right, pieces. Right. It's pretty much like building your tiki bar. So right. you start building, you have something in your mind, but you keep on going because you always see, oh, there's something
0: missing and I need a float. I
1: need a nice...
0: Sure, and when you're doing and- that, and what, like what I do here, I try to stay vintage. Yes. Try to stay original. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everything is vintage in this room. But I do my best to have something here that's really, you want, for me, I'm only speaking for myself, so I don't get, like, hate comments. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I always want to try to find something with pedigree. This, this lamp came from Trader Vic's. This nautical yeah. bell came from the luau or this came from don the beachcomber i'm the same way with tiki mugs I, I i prefer and enjoy the vintage more than i enjoy the newer stuff because it just has that history and that's again speaking just for myself so
1: no in it's for me it's absolutely acceptable um if you look at the old cars they were all running by six volt of oh are hour. you
0: running six volts too this is
1: really not recommended because I upgraded
0: my I upgraded my speedster from six volt to twelve volt. Me too. You know
1: why? Because you have a much brighter um, uh, um uh, tail uh, no um um spotlight also mm-hmm. uh, headlight. Headli- headlights. Uh, you have much, much b- uh, brighter headlights, and the instruments are running a lot more stable. Sure. And uh, you have just less less issues because yeah. your overall ampere, yeah. your current is just a way lower, so you can also go lower with your cable thickness, and there are a lot of benefits, and that's you can have a vintage um, a vintage uh, tiki lamp, but uh, to have it with a normal incredescent uh, light bulb, maybe it gets so hot, and it's <sighs> well, aging, and it's not so cool in performing,
0: and, and for me, that's also a thing, Um, That's why this room gets warm. Yeah. Because the only LED bulb in this room is this one right above me for the bar. Yeah. Because it gets really hot with the three incandescent bulbs. But so to me, again, I'm only speaking for myself. Yeah. Uh, You know, if I'm trying to replicate what Don and Vic and all those guys, Steve Crane and all those guys did, they didn't have LED bulbs back then. So I don't put LED bulbs in my bar, and when I look at a bar that has LED bulbs, it doesn't look right to me. I, I liken it to you looking at a classic hot rod with billet wheels. Mm-hmm. It may look cool mm-hmm. at first glance, but mm-hmm. right away, you're going to be like, Th- that that doesn't match." That, um. That's how I feel about that's how I feel about uh, lighting in modern bars. I got, I got you, and I am
1: also running diagonal tires and not radial tires. I was going to ask you about the tires. Uh, this is really all traditional, but for my bar, which is also very traditional with Vitco, and, you know, yeah. I'm, a, I'm really a great muck collector, and I have my muck collection, and I have a lot of Vitco pieces and vintage tikis and everything. I really stepped over that point that Uh, a no-go for you and added LED in it just to create a different theme and and also to show some special effects um, that's okay because that's the world we live in now
0: and and, and and along that line so I'm going to say this to you (laughs) so (laughs) my speedster I upgraded from drum brakes to disc brakes here we are and then I upgraded the mechanical fuel pump to an electric fuel pump and I and then you know like I said, I upgraded from six volt to twelve volt, I upgraded to uh pointsless ignition. It's but no, that no doesn't points. ruin
1: the car because nobody sees it. You just make a reliable sure. car out sure. of it. Sure. So sure. it's still the original steel, it's still everything. <gasps> it's, it's, sure. So so and that's what I mean. You still have your original Tiki lamp, but in the way, because with all the less heat and the more comfort and controllability, um, it's maybe really a cool
0: thing to add some LED. And controllability is a key word because with drum brakes, Mm -hmm. my car was scary because modern cars you always cut me off Mm -hmm. to make a right-hand turn. They would always cut me off and then hit hit their brakes to make a right-hand turn. And my car doesn't stop very fast with drum brakes it takes me a long time to stop yeah and it used to really piss me off so once i put the disc brakes on there oh man what a difference
1: yeah that's right but on the racetrack for the 61 we are not allowed to drive by disc brakes we all have
0: uh, everybody has to do drums everybody so it's traditional
1: yeah so if it comes all to (sighs) worse we still have the ramp as a (laughs) <laughs> oh, breaking wow. space or the neighbor's car as a breaking <laughs> or neighbor's car <laughs> <laughs> as a as a breaking spot you know uh yeah but it's racing come on uh, yeah, yeah. so that's life um uh, it just uh yeah i just would like to say um respect the tradition and um if you hop up a little bit uh and parts and pieces um it can add a huge benefit to your water. Yeah, And uh, you save overheating. uh, Sure. uh, uh, Also for, I mean, we have high, high flammable material. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, and the old traditional light bulbs get pretty hot. Yeah. Uh, So if we, if we run it with LED and there's really cool stuff out on all the... Well, that's why it gets warmer
0: in here because I don't put the LED, but I do like when you said respect their tradition I like that That's it. if you just boil it down to that respect their tradition yeah. I like that
1: and, and and you know this gives me all this 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 big picture of my life and um, maybe you know I'm working in the LED industry but on the other side I need my I need my pole I need my opposite pole to yeah. calm down yeah. and that's why I love Hot rotting, I love tiki, and I love all this vintage and heritage stuff. And I do everything, and you know me, uh, to preserve it. And this, this, this keeps me, this keeps me so, so, so calm. And this is your happy place. That's my happy place. And exactly, and I, and the people are around me, and but the center is always tiki. Yeah, you know, because after driving and after a long day, um, you sit in your tiki bar, yeah, and you have your ohana back, yeah, and that's that that means a lot to me, and that's why tiki is so important for my life. It's not everything, but it's it's an important, um, yeah. It's an important rest. It's an important... Yeah, I a, love it. A, a ...spot. I so love it. That's, so, that's just my point of view.
0: I want to ask you about that because... ...coming from Germany, how did you find Tiki? Because, you know, here in America, that was just always something... ...that was part of our landscape in the past 70, 80, 90 years. Yeah. But Germany, it seems so far away. And, and what's interesting to me... Is, you know, we have Sven Kirsten from Germany. He mm-hmm. comes here and he notices all of this Tiki stuff, and he writes this book mm-hmm. about it. And yeah. then Jochen Hirschfeld from Munich comes here, exactly. and he sees all this stuff. And he and he wasn't even friends with Sven yet when he started filming his sure. his movie about Tiki. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 get blind to it because we see it every day. How was it for you? How did you discover this? Was it also coming here to the States?
1: Mm, not necessary. So I have to say... Um, I have to thank Sven. Oh, Sven. Okay. And not Sven in person. Because at that time, I didn't met him. It was... Uh, I had my key issue. Um, um, I had during my 30s year of my life uh, it was all a little bit uh, screwed up not so really successful mm-hmm. and uh, but anyway I had my birthday so I invited some friends and then um, we went downtown and just to have a drink in a couple of bars and I was I was stopping by, and I really get focused for whatever reasons I don't, I I still don't know, at the Taschen bookstore, because not what everybody knows is that Taschen is located in Cologne in Germany. It's a German publisher, a book publisher, who publishes international books for all types of interests. Okay. Um, And I saw that Book of Tiki
0: was just yeah because uh, they published Book of Tiki and, yeah. the, and the thing about Tashin is they also have a store out here somewhere in LA and and, uh, and they have fascinating books exactly really really interesting publishing
1: all over the place, whatever your is your interest if it's yeah. architecture, sports, cars but it's always nature, it's always art.
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, it's super interesting, and uh, I think that's a publisher. They are really able to go niche, right?
0: Right. Uh, really dig. That's a in great. That's a great description. Niche.
1: Yeah, and uh, dig in that thing, and that makes them special, and also when some publishers don't want to take the risk they take the risk maybe it fails maybe it will be a winner but they don't care because overall they're really very successful but anyway it's a german publisher located in cologne i live in cologne so we have our flagship store of Taschen there okay and it was just get attracted by the book of tiki yeah you just saw it on the shelf i couldn't wait until the shop was reopened because it was on a weekend oh, wow. and uh, uh, yeah in germany we have this ability that all shops are closed on sunday okay so nobody can go shopping on Lucky sunday Lucky for you guys <laughs>
0: Well, lucky for the people that are working on Sundays. Exactly,
1: but not. But, so. but not for you as a consumer. When when my friends from from the states traveling uh, to Germany and uh, visiting us, and they say, "Oh, come on, it's Sunday. Let's let's go some shopping. I've this 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 on my list." Say, "Nope." Yeah, uh, yeah, It's all closed. What is going on? So yeah, that's that happens in Germany like this. And anyway. Uh, on Monday, I rushed in that shop and uh, in the, uh, at the Taschen bookstore and get my book of Tiki. And I rest assured sh- uh, and uh, leaned back and said, what's that? Yeah. What's that? This is incredible. Yeah. And from that time, Tiki was my thing. Yeah. And then everything went to good. For some reasons, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I was just, I just had a not very successful time during that period of time, and uh, so I was alone. And and after this book, I really, it changed my perspective. I have
0: to say, yeah, and I really yeah.
1: have to say thank you, thanks to Sven. Yeah, it, and I didn't he know he changed him. my life
0: I, with this book. Yeah, yeah, it, completely. Mine,
1: and that's what I yeah, also yeah. tell you. He really. Changed my life changed and my, my life, my whole point of view, and my whole view of my surrounding and environment. Yes, and then, um, I quit my apartment and I decided to relocate. Oh, and then I found my new girlfriend, which is now my wife. Yes, um, tell her I said hello, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> of course, thank you. <laughs> And, um, okay, then things went better and uh, we get together and we really fall in love and I ro- love her forever and today and, you know, it's just, we are, we are settled so deep. Yeah. And then um, we were, I told her one day, would you like to marry me? She says, yes, of course. That's cool. Let's do it. Yeah. But where? And she said, uh, how about we get married in Hawaii? I said, hmm okay tough choice right
0: it's a good idea
1: maybe we disappoint a little bit our family but our friends right but we cannot have two parties because this this will be too expensive but anyway um, we can combine our marriage and honeymoon together and just hang around and yeah, yeah. Have, have a good time let's let's get married and I also have to say for the Germans if you get married in Hawaii uh, it's official accepted by okay. the german government it's not uh, like uh, a wedding in vegas you have to remarry oh. when you are back so it was not a show marry it was a real marry yeah, real, real. by law and by love okay okay and then obviously when you fly from from germany to hawaii you need to stop over so we did our first stop over in L.A. and, you right. know, it was in 2004 and Internet was a kind of okay, but not everybody was there. And, yeah, yeah. Um, we found there's a company, it's called Oceanic Arts.
0: Oh, yes. What
1: are they doing?
0: Uh, love they it. They have
1: tropical decor. And we looked at the map and if you are a foreigner and you look, okay, we are at L.A.X. and we need to go to year.
0: That's that's a way. Yeah, it's about from LAX it's about an hour. Yeah, yeah. it's about an hour. Yeah. So and I think in
1: that at that day we even went there by taxi. Really wow. no expenses from spent LAX. To, 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 to go to that place. And our first down touchdown at LAX was the Purple Orchide. And I oh, really yeah. really, really need to thank you um, the Purple Orchide for Getting us in touch, and that was actually the first tiki bar we really visited. In did real you
0: know? Life. Did you notice? Did you go into the men's room? Uh, yeah, probably yes, but I don't know what so, you mean. So, in the men's room, when the book of tiki first came out, the owner of Purple Orchid cut out every page. Oh, they plastered it, and he made a wallpaper out of it. Yeah, in the yeah. men's room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's what I noticed. Right. Yeah. 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 And. And we we were wondering and we said, oh, a purple orchide, or maybe you come in a tropical paradise. Right. No, we came in a tiki bar, nice setup, but also with just a regular neighborhood crowd. And yeah, yeah. that makes it so interactive. Yeah, yeah. Because... As a, as a tiki people, you should not judge about others who will be or who try to be connected into tiki or just enjoy at, uh, a night at a tiki bar, you know, because every tiki bar will not ever survive with tiki sure. guys only. Sure. They also need their just normal crowd and neighborhood uh, uh, crowd uh, to be open up and running. Right, right. So, and back to that thing... Our target was: we must go to oceanic arts. That seems to be the holy grail of tiki, and maybe we will find something. Right. So, this two, we two, uh, went there, went up the stairs, and pretty much standing in a warehouse. Yeah. And couldn't hold our breath and was just, like, right. <laughs> "What's up?" And then there was a guy. His name is Bob. Come over and said, hey, guys, what's up? He said, "Oh, this is our story. (laughs) We are on our way to get married in Hawaii.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, let me show you around. And this is this and this is that. And so if you you don't mind, we will just probably ask some uh, stupid questions. Sure. But we are not, which is normal for you, but it's all new for us. And he introduced it to us and finally we took a picture and uh, for whatever reasons, um, we went to his green folder, Bob's green Oceanic Arts folder, as two members of the Tiki tribe. And uh, he gave us the blessings. For the marriage in Hawaii, and you see my voice is oh, changing. I'm having yeah, a hard yeah, time yeah. telling this, and it goes so deep to me. And that's all. Oh, oh, that's great! And we get the blessings from Bob when we went to Hawaii, and then, uh, like pretty much everybody, we've we, we we've landed in Hawaii, and we made this fancy dole uh, pineapple trip with their uh, with this little train around the plantage and <laughs> on our way back. There was a guy, an older guy, who was just carving tikkis. And he said, um, No, we stopped by and said, Hmm, you have beautiful tikkis, but is it possible to get a personalized carving because we get married in five days? And uh, he said, Yes, of course, that's no problem. And say, Oh, what's the price? And uh, you want a deposit? He said, Don't worry about that. Sure. I don't need a deposit. I know you will return.
0: Oh, that's nice. And uh, he carved us.
1: Th- I have to. I have to give you a picture of okay. it. Actually, we're still having our Hawaii marriage shrine at our house. Um, and uh, he carved us the the tiki is from hibiscus, hibiscus. Yes. Hibiscus wood. Okay. And the hibiscus wood is varying. In, um, in the color toning. So it goes from, from dark color, to a, light to, color. To, to, to a lighter color. There's tikis t- like that at Oceanic Arts. Yes. Did you notice that? Yes, yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. So this is all hibiscus wood. And not everybody knows that, but of course, you know that, but you are into that. Sure. Uh, it's just, uh, it's a very nice side effect if you carve from this wood. So we paid him off. He gave us one as a blessing and uh, we picked up the tiki, and this guy was crying. Wow, it went so deep to him, and it went so deep to us. And then we had this beautiful wedding at Makena Beach um, with with an old Hawaiian Christian priest. So you went Christian to priest. you went to Maui then? Yes. Okay. Um, with an old Hawaiian Christian priest. Uh huh. Um, really, a real Hawaiian dude. Yes. Yeah. A strong voice a, with a strong sound, and it was perfect. Wow. And, yeah, I have to, I have to say I love my wife, Katrine uh, since that day. And even if you have a hard day, uh, you still remember it, and it keeps us together forever. I love it. And that's pretty much my story about Tiki and where it all comes together, and... Tiki changed my life. I love it, um, and I have to thank really Sven for all his research and work. What he did uh, with his American friends, and we saw that at the Oceanic Arts presentation. Yes, uh, and, and we are not talking about a hundred-year expedition and history. This the the way Tiki we are living Tiki right now. Yeah, is not very old yeah Uh, but now it's on us not to become mainstream and still have maintain the tradition exactly and don't lose the perspective of tiki um, and just say well i do tiki no you have to live tiki first and then you can do tiki Right. right this makes it so special to me i love that
0: i love that that's and such a great story. One of the things that I'm curious, when you're telling me the story, is how often do Germans travel to Hawaii? Is this something that is? This must have been because Germany and Hawaii is on the other side of the world from each other. Not really very often, I have to say. So this was a really special trip then. No,
1: this was so special. Very that special. It, yeah. It it got so high attention. I mean, for for the Southern California guys, that's maybe more normal to sure. have a trip to hawaii but even if yeah if, it's only
0: five hours yeah five if, hour
1: flight but if you ask a guy from the east coast how often you travel to hawaii uh, they say never
0: yeah yeah because it's, it's twice as far yeah yeah i so, mean when i drive to northern california mm-hmm. i spend more time on the road driving there than i do actually flying to hawaii exactly so. Yeah.
1: So. No, for us it was really super special and we are talking 2004. It okay. Traveling was still okay, but we get our trip on a travel guide And you you need to go to a travel agency because you still had to
0: then. Yeah. There was
1: no reservations on Internet and uh, your rental car was not bookable with an app. And uh, to be honest, uh, my photos there were all made with an analog camera. Right. Not even digital cameras were available at that time. Yeah. So we are so... You you know, everything becomes so normal today. You have your mobile phone with you and you can do from your hotel reservation to your car reservation to your uh, flight booking and uh, to your Uber ride and uh, and you can take beautiful pictures in these days and you have everything available on that little thing. Right. Uh, 2004, this was not
0: normal. It was different.
1: So for us, it was really... A lot of preparation right to 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 go for this trip and we did not know what we really expect yeah get uh,
0: get there and also
1: we need to apply for a permit in Germany
0: oh that's right it's different because it's an international no 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 I mean for the marriage gotcha okay okay
1: we need a, a kind of apostille yeah that means we get sent okay to hawaii okay uh to get married and we also get this apostille from hawaii that we can get sent after marriage back to germany which is mm. also a kind of cool thing yeah yeah, yeah it's paperwork yeah and it's government work yeah and and for me it's still magic how that all happens so smooth yeah um because again uh it was all in our brains and our imagination. We had this little travel guide of Hawaii, you know, or a right, book right, right. where we managed all the Rotohana and the Manahuna caves you, and this and that and here
0: and there. And you've only seen it in photos, so it's really just a fantasy land for you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, so. That must have been such a magical trip then.
1: It was. Come I love on. it. I love it. It was. And we felt so great was that I know when you go to the road of Hana there is this yeah, massive I've done, I've done it this, this massive tree of life pretty much at the entrance on the left hand yeah. side and that's where we put our marriage lay in the ocean and donated oh. it to the nature back after get married love it and it was all super super cool stories so cool and this what 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 brings you together
0: yeah, with your wife, with your friends. And well, you know that that's part of your path to to here right now, exactly. to this particular moment, exactly recording this podcast. Yeah, because if you go back to where it all started, right, it's all that butterfly effect, exactly which I'm such a proponent, or not a proponent, but i just it fascinates me to think about. It only took one thing to make change your mindset right fully. put you in this place where you say this is what I want to do now this is where I want to go and then it eventually led you to this thing this thing this thing this thing and in through a series those the series of those events yeah. you're sitting here in front of me exactly that, Love it. that
1: what all brings me to this landing pad to here yeah by by my way of I mean Tiki also means traveling exploring yeah, yeah. but in a way we wouldn't know each other if it's not for tiki no exactly right but in a way to meet friends so wherever you are involved into tiki so i can come to a tiki bar and uh if i get uh, notified as a tiki guy i instantly come into contact with other people and we are talking tiki and yeah it's it's like a welcome sign you have sure it's like a like a society you yeah, are in yeah. and but it's a it's a non formal society you know you don't have to do anything you're just travelling and then you get into into interaction and it's also with um, you know we have a few tiki places in europe but same like in in america in all other places um bars closing bars bars open up and right. you never know um it's getting
0: how, a far bit is, less. how far is Cologne from Munich?
1: Oh, it's about five hours.
0: Oh, so it's far. Yeah, I was gonna say you have Trader Vic's, but that's in Munich.
1: Yeah, but I also have to say we have even a better one, which is called the Blume von Hawaii. Okay. Um, the Flower of Hawaii. Okay. Uh, this is run by my friend Zach Komarstigl. Okay. Uh, in Nuremberg, and he is the creator of probably the best creative and traditional tiki drinks all over Europe. Oh, great. He's doing a fantastic job. And whoever has the ability to come over to Germany, it's worth more to stop in
0: Nuremberg than probably in Munich. So for our listeners, we'll put a link to him Yes. in our description. Speaking of which, I just made a blood punch. This is the drink that's in your book. Yeah, in the Squeezed Up. Yeah, in Squeezed Up. The recipe's there. I I hold this recipe quite secret. That's the first time I've ever given it to anybody. It was for your book. And I know what it means to me. But you should know, I have not made this drink since before pandemic. So I don't know how this is going (laughs) to taste right now. (laughs) It's so, so, be
1: gentle with me. It's a, it's a fantastic drink, and it inspired me so much. I did it so many times in Germany because I love it. Okay. And I really have the first taste still in my mouth. Okay, so, well,
0: I hope this is... I, I haven't even tasted it. I just made it and poured it. So, here you go. Here Cheers. we go. Cheers. Oh. I was scared to make it too sweet, okay. so I put a little bit of club soda in it, but it's still good. The club soda ha- helps balances it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Helps the fashionola to get exposed.
0: That's the thing is the fashionola, you, do you get that in Germany at all? No. Fashionola?
1: I always grab it here.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to get it here too. So, so.
1: there's no other point. Yeah. You cannot have it. Yeah. It's still the magic ingredient.
0: It's still only, the magic ingredient.
1: Only two guys are doing it. Jonas, Jonathan English and the... Um, oh, what's the other guy called?
0: Is it Blair Reynolds who's making yeah, passionola? Right, right, right. Yeah, B. G. Reynolds, yeah, Yeah, B.G. Reynolds. Yeah, B.G. Reynolds. But I don't know how traditional his is. I haven't tried it yet. So, me too. This is... The one we're using in this one is the Jonathan English... It's a different label now
1: I like it i have i have it i i always but it's I'm
0: noticing it's not as sweet as before because I remember it being a little bit sweeter, but this is okay I no, mean, I love your
1: blood punch oh it's, it's thank really you. a killer drink I love it, and that's yeah, and you know that's we can participate in tiki uh we don't have that many tiki bars uh but california is a little bit in paradise of tiki bars yeah and you not know every other state has the same convenience in terms of tiki bars and like not here. even
0: just california northern california yeah you know i counted i think they have maybe two dozen between smugglers cove and trader vicks and forbidden island and and i mean i can go on and on and on exactly. they have they have so many up there yeah and um You know, we we have a few here in California, but we're in Southern California, but we're losing them too. Our Trader Vicks closed down. We had two here. We had one in LA Live near Staples Center and then we had one in Beverly Hills at the Beverly Hilton. Both of them closed. We lost the Bahuka. We just lost Lono in Hollywood. Yes. So between those that's already four. I don't know when Clifton's Pacific Seas is gonna reopen.
1: This is another. We bad haven't, story. We haven't yep. had
0: we haven't had them in, in a in a while, since pre-pandemic also.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so you know, we're losing them slowly.
1: Not to forget our Don.
0: And Don the Beachcomber, yeah.
1: So yeah, that was, was another big, great, that was a big hit. That was a big hit. Yeah. Um, we also we also lost a view, we lost um, the Trader in Düsseldorf. We lost to Trader Vicks in Berlin. Wow.
0: We have it now in Munich. Hey, can I ask you about Berlin? Yes. Because I was in college when the wall came down. Uh-huh. I'm I'm guessing we're about the same age. So yeah. you remember all of that? Of course. How how crazy was that?
1: <sighs> that whole Berlin thing was really super crazy because you have to imagine you having an island it's called West Berlin mm-hmm. in the middle of an eastern country which is named mm, similar but N- is not fully to get into
0: politics or anything no. I'm just curious because now Berlin is one of the most metropolitan cities in the world
1: no I just I, ju- I just would like to, to to tell it has nothing to do with politics it was an island surrounded by a foreign sea let's say, yeah, like this. Yeah. And then things came together. The wall was falling down, which was honestly a political thing. Sure. And this was a thing that East and West came closer. Yeah. And uh, Berlin gets melted together, and we still have a tiki bar um, in in Berlin. Another tiki bar just closed. Uh, and... Uh, things went all too good if you ask me okay so it's 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 a it's a super cool vibrant uh, open city so if you want to see whatever interest you are you find it there yeah. there is by the way a super cool uh, museum of anthropology okay which is a little bit outside with an exceptional grade. and how, um, how far is berlin from cologne Six six and a half
0: hours. What? So Cologne is <laughs> far from everything. <laughs> it depends. Um. Okay, Stefan, I'm I'm trying to be conscious of time for you. Yeah. So I don't want to. Um, I want to be respectful of your time. It's fine. But okay. In here time gets forgotten i know right (laughs) (laughs) it always is we can i can make cocktails for hours and we could just talk for hours and
1: even if we hang out together because that you know bars get forgotten but there will be new bars but they're still old friends and even returning friends and this this makes it all so so cool and tiki to me and uh, even if we don't have this tiki culture in germany um it is, it it's not a localized thing. And I'm traveling. Sure. And you find your, your your tiki bar in Japan. You find your tiki bar in Hong Kong. You you even
0: have, you have guys with home tiki bars, and we find our place. So I want to say this before we wrap this up. I want to say number one. I also want to thank Sven for writing the book of Tiki, because if he didn't do that, it would not have led you you to, to here exactly right now. That path, is what how you got here. Exactly. But I also want to thank our friend Shane yeah. because Shane reached out to me when he needed a place to store your car. And he trusted me, so I wanted to show him that he can trust me if he's going to ask me to trust him, trust me with your car. I'm going to do the, my best to make sure that you felt that, you know, I could be trusted. So thank you Shane for introducing us and thank you for trusting me with your absolutely perfect traditional hot rod. And you know, the tiki thing or not, I'm I'm thankful that we're friends. Me so, too. Thank you. Friends so much. across continents, friends across the globe and different countries. Yeah. And you know how excited I was to see you at Oceanic Arts. I was so happy. I'm so glad that you're here. And if I'm if I'm gonna be selfish, I can't wait for you to become a Californian. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. We are working hard on that, so so <laughs> and, we can
0: we can do more of this. Exactly right. Exactly, and we can record uh, more more podcasts, or not even. Who cares if we're recording a podcast? If we can just hang out, you it,
1: know that that's correct. No, it doesn't doesn't need to be always a podcast. But I think this is all a story that needs to be told, and especially with the market Tiki T and everybody's questioning about. And I think that people just should know it's it's not done by a propose it's just done by by luck that the 61 just showed up as sure a magn- uh, as a number on a sure, sure. and i also have to really we have to thank you our friend uh Shane, who is also an exceptional great yeah. tiki archaeologist and yeah. um uh, there is so many good things in terms of Tiki coming up and I heard there will be an exhibition at Catalina Island. I uh, heard that too. That would be also a killer thing. i heard that uh, too and
0: I, I've, I don't know if I could share much of it so I'm not going to at this point but, but yeah there's no. something coming. Yeah
1: yeah, I think there's there's some stuff coming and um, there are some urban archaeologists working on it and yep. making it yep. happen and um so, we have great people around and I hope that Tiki will not, never become a drinking community. And I feel Tiki has to stay as it is now, as a really Ohana community where people coming together and just having a good time and really remembering the past and conservating and don't feel to be important or more important than they are. And That's for me, that's Tiki, and that's why we made the book, and
0: I have to thank you so much for coming. I love it. Well, thank you for coming. So before we wrap things up, is there anything that you want to promote? Can we put a website out there, squeezed up, anything like that?
1: Yeah, we have squeezed um, minus or dash up. Okay, squeezed Squeezed
0: dash. dash up.
1: And I'll put links
0: in the description for everybody out there so they can just easily click on the link.
1: Yeah, so you will see um, there is a lot of tiki involved in that book because um, it was part of of the road trip.
0: Okay, great, great. And for our listeners out there, thanks again for listening to another episode of Inside the Desert Oasis Room. If you would like to listen to our archive, you can find that at desertoasisroom.com. Our friend Stefan and the rest of the Squeezed Up Crew is on a previous episode. I'll put that in the description below as well. I'll put a link there for you guys. And if you guys want to follow our adventures, you can check us out on youtube.com slash Polynesian Pop. And uh, check out our Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash Polynesian Pop. This was a good day. What is it? A Tuesday? Tiki Tuesday.
1: It's a Tiki Tuesday. Tiki Tuesday. There.
0: Yeah. All right. So I love it. I'm going to see you at the auction this weekend. Of course. I will be around. All right. this a
1: double meaning, as I told you before. Or see any guards. That's,
0: That's right. Special thing. Special thing. All right, party people. We'll catch you on the next one. Cheers and Aloha. Aloha.